On today's episode, we are going to talk about a powerful word that is really hard. It kind of got mixed emotions about it. It's forgiveness. And we're going to talk about three people you can forgive and four steps to help you do it. And I promise you can. I'm also going to share with you and show you a picture of one of the things I've been dreading, but now looking forward to. Stay tuned. Welcome to Stories of Hope in Hard Times, the show that explores how people endure and even thrive in difficult times, all with God's help. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson. Join me on a journey to find inspiring stories of hope and wisdom learned in life's hardest moments. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Tamara's Takeaways in the Stories of Hope and Hard Times podcast. I'm your host, Tamara K. Anderson, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Now, last week, we had a very, very interesting conversation with our good friend, Debbie Rasmussen. And Debbie Eiler Rasmussen is an amazing author and a good friend of mine. And we talked about courageous things, including being courageous in the ability to forgive her husband when he had had several affairs. And that was something that was really, really hard for Debbie. She finally said that one person told her that if you can't forgive someone, you're letting them rent space in your head for free. And we often carry this uh, weight of anger and frustration against people And so today I thought we'd talk a little bit about forgiveness because I don't know about you, but I, it is something I've struggled with throughout my life. And I want to talk today about how we forgive and who we forgive. The first thing I want to do is talk about who we forgive, and then we'll talk about how we forgive along with some stories in there. Okay, the first person I think we often get angry with sometimes, maybe it's just me, (laughs) but the first person I think we often get angry with is God. Um, I'll take you back to a time in my life when Nathan had been diagnosed with autism. I was very, very angry with God because I knew he could heal my son, but he chose not to. And I was very, very angry with him. I wish I could say it was different, (laughs) but it wasn't. And some people, when they're angry with God, they close him out of their lives. Like they don't even want to talk to him. And that's a normal reaction. So if you've ever felt that way, please don't beat yourself up over it. But I was one of those that I felt comfortable talking to God about how I felt. (laughs) For which I probably have to ask for forgiveness. But I think God knows where we are and takes us where we are. And I didn't like feeling angry. I didn't like feeling frustrated. I didn't like feeling that my life was so completely out of my control and that I felt God was causing it. And so as I talked to him about it and I asked him to help me with it, he did. He blessed me with peace, and it was not 
immediate. This process probably took over a year. <laughs> Let's be honest. I talk about the whole process in my book, Normal for Me. So if you want to read all the nitty gritty, go ahead and read it there. Um, but it was a hard process for me. And so if, if you've ever felt angry with God, no, you're not the only one. But I think sometimes, especially in times like this, when things have changed, when we've got the coronavirus all around us, when things are just falling apart, we might have the tendency to point our finger and blame God. And um, there's a way to get past that. Sometimes maybe we feel like David in the Psalms where he says in Psalm 22, 1, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Do you ever feel like you're roaring at God? <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> but the blessing is that sometimes we feel he's gone and he's far away. Maybe we've pushed him far away because we're angry with him and we need to forgive him. But here's the reality of it, guys. Another beautiful verse from 2 Kings chapter 20, verse 5. I have heard thy prayer. I have seen thy tears. I will heal thee. So know that even though we may push God far away, <laughs> he can and will heal us. You can't do anything to push yourself too far away from God. He's always there waiting, like the story of the prodigal, waiting for us to come to ourselves and turn back home. And when we do, he comes and runs to us and embraces us. So reach out to God. The second person that we need to forgive is ourselves. Have you ever done something wrong and then felt like the weight of that mistake weighs on your head and on your shoulders and on your heart for years and years and decades, perhaps even. You can't seem to forgive yourself. I know I felt that way before. And one of the interesting things, guys, is that I think forgiveness is tied to love. I really, really do, because it's interesting that in when Jesus Christ is talking about his great commandments, the ones we need to keep to love God and then love our neighbor as ourself, we can't love anybody more than we have the capacity to love ourselves. And that includes forgiveness too. If we can't forgive ourselves, how can we expect to forgive others? And this is something that is not going to change overnight. If you, if you have that weight pressing on you, it's good to talk to God about it. It's good to tell him what you're feeling. Maybe you want to speak to a clergy member about that and talk to them about how you're feeling. And then ask God for his help. Ask God to help you forgive yourself. Now, now that doesn't mean you're going to forget. God tells us in the scriptures that he forgets, but we're not blessed with that same capacity. And I think one of the reasons for that is because he wants us to remember so we don't make the same mistake again. 
And if it serves as a reminder, that's okay. But I think God is able to free us from the guilt and the shame of it as we give it to him. And then thank him once you feel that weight lifted. I know I felt that weight lifted almost like I felt like I could finally dance up the stairs and be happy. And and it really is a gift from God. Great quote by Maya Angelou. Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know before you learned it. (laughs) Isn't that a great quote? Why are we so hard on ourselves? I think we're harder on ourselves than on anybody else. I don't know why that is, but it just is. And it's so, so common. Another quote by Miguel Angel Ruiz Macias. Forgive yourself. The supreme act of forgiveness is when you can forgive yourself for all the wounds you've created in your own life. Forgiveness is an act of self-love. When you forgive yourself, self-acceptance begins and self-love grows. Isn't that beautiful? So again, that tie between love and forgiveness. It's beautiful. The third person I wanted to talk about forgiving is forgiving others who have wronged us. And this probably has been one of the most challenging for me in my life. Um, Because often, like Debbie, we are angry with someone and we don't feel they deserve our forgiveness. In Matthew chapter 6, verses 12, 14, and 15, it says this, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. T.D. Jakes once said this, I think the first step is to understand that forgiveness does not exonerate the perpetrator. Forgiveness liberates the victim. It's a gift you give to yourself. And I think that's something that Debbie discovered last week as she shared with us her story. And I think it's something that we can discover. I had a really interesting experience with forgiveness (laughs) this last month. Um, My husband was severed from his job uh, that he'd been in for 23 and a half years. And it was um, something that we could see coming just because his company had been struggling and but yet it was still a hard thing and I realized after he had been severed from his company that I needed to forgive some of the people who I think tipped some of the or I perceived tipped some of the dominoes that triggered him being severed and um I had to talk to God about that. And I had to journal about it a little bit, get it out, and then ask God to help me to forgive them and to liberate myself. And I did feel his help and his healing power in my life. And I I was able to let go of that. So sometimes it's hard to forgive people who have hurt those we love. And sometimes it's hard to forgive people who have hurt us. 
And I've talked about that actually in previous podcast episodes, for example, when my family lived in Argentina and people were unkind to me um, when we lived down there during the Falkland Island War. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you want to listen to that episode. But forgiveness of others is really hard. And so as I've shared these three people we can forgive, God, ourselves, and others, I think that I found four things that are a pattern for forgiveness. First thing is we have to recognize and want to forgive. So recognize the fact that we're angry about towards someone or towards ourselves and have the desire to forgive. Um, Now, maybe we don't desire to forgive. (laughs) That's part of the problem. And I've had that happen before where I've actually had to pray for the desire to forgive because it did not come. I didn't want to. I'll just say it plain and simple. I didn't want to forgive. So I had to pray for the desire to forgive. And God is good about that. If we even show an, a tiny step of faith, God, I don't want to forgive this person, but I know I need to. Please help me. He can take something as small as that step and help us begin moving towards forgiveness. The second thing we need to do is we need to talk about it. We need to get it out. Now, you can either talk to God about it. He's a great impartial listener. You can journal about it. I know that's something that I've done before and it's helped me just get the emotions out because I think part of the forgiveness process is being able to get the emotion that we have inside out. Sometimes we talk to therapists or friends about the hurts that we have inside. And so just being able to talk about that, whether talking to God, talking to others, or writing it out in a journal, we need to get the emotion out. It's healthy to get the emotion out. The third thing we need to do is for sure ask for God's help because forgiveness and love are only possible through God's grace and through the help of Jesus Christ. There is a beautiful passage I've read this week in the book, The Hiding Place, which I hope I can do this without (laughs) completely falling to tears. But The Hiding Place is a story of Corrie ten Boom, who was a wonderful Christian woman who ended up sheltering Jews in her home in Holland during the Second World War. And they were eventually found and sent to a concentration camp. And... um, even though her sister did not survive, she talks about her sister and her Christian perspective through the whole experience. I'm getting teary already. My goodness. I hope I can do this. And then afterwards, Corey became such an amazing speaker and helped with healing and forgiveness. And one of the places she went and talked about the power of healing and forgiveness was in Germany. And here I pick up with her words. It was at a church service in Munich that I saw him, the former SS man who had stood guard at the shower room door in the processing center in Ravensbrück. He was the first of our actual jailers that I had seen since that time. 
and suddenly it was all there. The room full of mocking men, the heaps of clothing, Betsy's pain-blanched face. He came up to me at the church as the church was emptying, beaming and bowing. How grateful I am for your message, Fraulein, he said. To think that, as you say, he has washed my sins away. His hand was thrust out to shake mine. And I, who had preached so often to the people in Blomendal, the need to forgive, kept my hand to my side. Even as the angry, vengeful thoughts boiled through me, I saw the sin of them. Jesus Christ had died for this man. Was I going to ask for more? Lord Jesus, I prayed, forgive me and help me to forgive him. I tried to smile. I struggled to raise my hand. I could not. I felt nothing, not the slightest spark of warmth or charity. And so again, I breathed the silent prayer, Jesus, I cannot forgive him. Give me your forgiveness. As I shook his hand, the most incredible thing happened. From my shoulder, along my arm, and through my hand, a current seemed to pass from me to him. And while into my heart sprang a love for this stranger that almost overwhelmed me. And so I discovered that it is not on our forgiveness any more than on our goodness that the world's healing hinges, but on his. When he tells us to love our enemies, he gives, along with the command, the love itself. And I love that example of Corey Ten Boom, that even those who have hurt us the very most, God gives us the capacity to love. And so when we ask God to help us even raise our hand to forgive, he is able to do that. He's able to help us to forgive even those who have wronged us the very, very most. And so this process works. God gives us first the desire as we ask him. Second, we need to vent out all those feelings, whether to God, in our journals, or to a friend or a therapist. Third, ask for his help in processing all of that and in bestowing that love, that forgiveness. Because it's not something we're going to do on our own. And fourth, thank him once you feel that burden lifted. It's an amazing, amazing miracle. And I'm so thankful for it. My friends, the last thing I want to leave you with today is this invitation. As I've been sharing this with you, if you have had a thought that you need to forgive someone, whether it be God, yourself, or someone else. I invite you to act on that. And remember, you're not alone as you act on that. I know what I'm inviting you to do is hard, but it's worth it. It's worth it to have the burden you've been carrying lifted. 
And my friends, there is a lot of anger and a lot of hatred rippling around the world today. And I know it's hard to watch it. But you and I can make a difference today with ourselves. We can begin by helping us lift the burden of hatred and anger and give the blessing of forgiveness and let that ripple out to the world. Because that forgiveness and that love has the capacity to begin healing our society. Anyway, those are my thoughts. In conclusion, I'm just going to leave you with a happy thing. My kids are starting school, even though it's on a hybrid schedule. They're only going to go back two days a week. And this has been a really hard thing for me. (laughs) Um, It's not looking like anything we have had in the past. And I've had to process that the last couple weeks and pray about it and ask God to help me with it and help me to know how I can get excited about this when it's so different and help my kids to get excited about it. And so the thought I had this week was, this past week was to design a space for them where they feel like they can work. It's a different place than they've worked before. So we cleaned out my office. I used to have weight equipment here beside me. And now I'm just going to show you the results. For those of you who are listening, I'll put a picture on my um, website for you. But I have two little desks. That's really their little folding tables that we put up for my kids here I'll kind of step out of the way right there and my high school kids are now going to do school right behind me when they're home and I'm actually really really excited about that I'm and they're excited about it we've just we we hung some motivational posters up and um and and I actually feel excited for them to start school today. I know they're not there right now because they had to run to the school to do something really quick this morning. And so I thought, I'm going to quickly record the podcast while they're gone. <laughs> but um, I'm excited. And so my my thoughts to you and my prayers are for you, my wonderful listeners, that Whatever challenges you're facing, God can help you figure out a way to solve them, to get excited about the future, even when (laughs) you may not see hope in the future. But find that hope. Hope comes from God, and he can help you find things to hope for. And he can help you lift your burdens, and he can help you forgive. And I hope that you will find your burdens lifted this week as you forgive God, yourself, or someone else. Have an awesome week, guys. Hope on. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's show. I know that there are many of you out there that are going through a hard time, and I hope you found things that have been useful today as you listen to the podcast. If you would like to access the show notes from today's podcast, visit my website. It is storiesofhopepodcast.com. That is where you'll find favorite quotes from today's episode and shareable memes. And those are fun because you can share them with your friends on social media. You will also find the links mentioned throughout today's episode so you don't have to remember what those were. And also all the tips that were shared. Sometimes tips are shared so much throughout an episode you forget. What were those great things? So go to the show notes, storiesofhopepodcast.com to look up these fantastic resources. You know, if someone kept coming to mind during today's episode, perhaps that means that you should share this with them 
Maybe there was a story shared or a tip that they really, really need to hear. So go ahead and share this episode with them. May God bless you, especially if you are struggling with hope to carry on and with the strength to keep going when things get tough. Remember to walk with Christ and he will help bear that burden. Above all else, remember God loves you.